Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show, a bonus episode. Alyssa is out saving the world, so this is going to be a solo episode, but she will be back for our Wednesday episode, and I think we're actually going to be doing a little uh, commentary on Beyond Salem. So Alyssa and I are going to be checking out the uh, Wilson storyline and uh, throwing in our two cents. Um, So I'm very excited to watch that and be able to you know, commentate. Maybe I can give you some fun behind the scenes if there's anything that I see um, that is interesting and I can I can share it with you. So we're going to be hopping on that on Wednesday, but you won't believe it. I was in the mood to do a little chit-chatting and I figured why not record a podcast and just chat with you. So um, I'm going to hop in today's podcast. This is I think the first time that I'm doing one by myself here. So We're all in this together, so let's go with the traditional opening. Welcome, everyone, to the Freddie and Alyssa Show. If you're new to the channel, be sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that fun YouTube stuff. If you're watching on Facebook and you want to like the page, that would be awesome. If you're listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you want to give us a five-star review because you think we deserve it, that would be incredible. We've been putting up content now for almost four years professionally. We're approaching our 200th episode of the Freddie and Alyssa Show, so thank you so much for your support of tuning in each and every week to support the show. Um, Today, we have a sponsor, and it is Lugs. So I want you to imagine, maybe this is Alyssa um, reading this, but um, I'm going to do my very best. Here we go. Today's sponsor is Lugs. Let's head back to the golden age of the 90s. That was when the fun and stylish Lugs brand first found its footing as a leader within the footwear and fashion space. Fast forward to today, and Lugs is crushing it, offering a full range of stylish footwear for the entire family. And the holidays are approaching. I'd like to say they're approaching slowly, but they're actually approaching rather quickly. It's already mid-September. So why not get your pre-holiday shopping out of the way and head to Lugs.com. That is L-U-G-Z.com and find the most versatile and stylish boots and canvas looks. The amazing news is that we have a discount code for you where you can save 30% off your entire order on full-priced items. So not the clearance, but the full-priced items you'll receive 30% off if you use the code FREDDYALISSA30 at checkout. Again, that is lugs.com and use the code FREDDYALISSA30 at checkout for 30% off. Thank you, Lugs, for supporting the podcast. I know we're going to get our pre-holiday shopping done, so we appreciate you very much. Now, on today's episode, I was kind of inspired because I was flipping through TikTok, as we do these days, and I came across a few videos, and I was going to do like a little duet. And after looking at the video, um, and you know me, trying to keep some advice or a, or a, or a thought under 15 seconds or a minute... Um, I decided, wow, I should talk about this on the podcast, but the more videos I started seeing, I just wanted to do a little commentating on a few TikTok videos today. And the first video that I saw was from this girl, Alexis, and I think we can all relate to her, and I think this is awesome that she's using this platform to share her story, but I want to play a little bit of the clip, and then I want to chit-chat about that. Does anyone know what they're doing? (laughs) I graduated nursing school in March, and I don't want to be a nurse. I had a full ride um, through a hospital and I was supposed to work there for three years and if I don't work there I have to pay all my college back but I don't want to work there or be a nurse but I don't know what I want to do. I have like this crazy urge that I'm young I'm like 
independent like alone and I can do whatever I want and so I know for like for the next however many years I don't want to just go to work every day like I want to be do something bigger but I have like no idea and I have to pay back like all this money I think I I literally have to make this decision in three days and I've had it in my mind that like I'm paying it back I'm not being a nurse but now like the numbers are hitting me and I don't know what I'm doing with my life so she goes on a little bit further, but I, I think this is a really, really um, honest thing for her to be talking about. And I know that we have we have nieces, um, you know, Melissa and I are going to start a family soon. And, and these are the kind of things that I think about because I'm young enough to remember what it felt like when I was 17 years old and I was going to, you know, high school and I remember the guidance counselor and um, everyone's you know taking these exams and these tests and trying to figure out where you should go in life like how do you spend the rest of your life what 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 should you do and I think that's valid you know we we all can't just graduate high school and then just kind of like putt around and then eventually figure it out but also that is sometimes the best answer um, I think the stress of having every single person be pressured into going to school and I know there's statistics that come out of there that having a college degree can help some people, but there's also statistics that people don't get anything of value with the degree. Um, maybe they do meet their 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 partner for life. Maybe they do meet long-lasting friends and have a great time. Maybe they learn a few skills they apply later. So I don't think it's ever like a completely a net fail or a net success. There's going to be a mixture of both. But I think what the issue here of what I've seen from this video, and it went pretty viral. I think it had a a few million views uh, and a lot of people were liking it and a lot of you know so they could relate to this but I think there should be more talk about allowing kids 17 to 22 that this is an experimental phase that you should be trying even younger from 14 if they could adjust even high school a little more to allow people to try different things without the fear of having to get an A or an F but just find things that people are excited to go try to see if that's what they want to do for a living. Because to put all that pressure and especially take out a $20,000 loan, I think she said she went for free, but then she said she had to pay it back. So no, she definitely paid some. But you know, people are getting degrees for $20,000 to $200,000. And then when they're 23 years old, they get out and they're like, well, I didn't really like this. I don't want to do this. Now they're burdened with that debt. Not to mention, I'm sure they got some credit card debt and that is just crushing it takes away your opportunity and freedom when you have all these bills that you have to pay so i just really think that like someone like her story like someone like her and her story should be the spark like many others where us as the adults who've gone through this and maybe some of us had success by just knowing what we wanted at 17 but i think more than not people are confused because they don't know who they are I definitely did not know who I was at 22. I thought I knew who I was, but now I don't even recognize who that kid was when I was 22. I don't even recognize who I was at 28, and I have a funny feeling I'm going to be 40 looking back at 33 being like, wow, I'm proud of that guy for doing stuff, but man, did I learn a lot, and now I'm interested in something else or I'm doing something different. So I think if we could just all as a society potentially create a narrative that it's okay, it's not okay to just go like, you know, you don't want to do destructive things. But I think you can taste and experience in your late teens all the way through your 20s different career paths and different activities and hobbies that lead you to meeting people that are like-minded that will lead you to your passion, your purpose, or something that you like. 
And that's what I would share to anybody. If she was asking me that or someone else said that, and I get asked that every now and then about what advice I have for younger people. And those are basically the two things is that you have to experience life and you have to try things that you want to do. Not what your parents or friends or society tells you to do, but in your gut, what do you enjoy doing? And you can't be afraid of failure. You have to just try things and know that it's going to be okay. Like I said, just don't get into anything destructive. But if you're going to go try a few different jobs and you're going to go taste a few different hobbies, that's how you're going to find yourself. And it's also okay. Another piece of advice, she's worried about paying back her loan. She could go be a nurse for two years, three years. Because in that time, she could save a lot of money, pay off her loans, or she might fall in love with being a nurse. Maybe there's something at that job she doesn't know, so try it for two, three years, and then leave. Or don't go be a nurse. Go live your life. Go do whatever else you want to do. Maybe at 31, you'll want to be a nurse. There are so many things in the past three years that I've become interested in that I never in a million years would have ever cared, not even a second about if it was taught in high school. Even things that I'm obsessed with, like marketing and, and videography and photography and, and advertising, um, you know, even hosting, these are things that I never would have taken in school. And they're what I basically do now. I mean, I started taking acting class when I was 17 and a half years old, but I've had many interests throughout my life. But I think this is happening a lot where people don't really know. And, and also, too, I don't really know. You know, does anyone know what we're doing? I mean, we have an idea, but I think the, the strength is to be flexible is to be able to give something 100% and know when it's time to pivot or when it's time to go all in. But I thought this was very interesting and it definitely got my, main, my mind cranking. And I really hope for anyone who maybe if you are young or you have a, a niece, nephew, son, daughter, um, you know, just to really chat with them and just say what they wanna do. And I know that we're, you know, even, my, even my mom and dad, even at my age, um, even when I was on the show, um, you know, they were just always worried because parents worry and, and they want, you know, hey, you know, you got to go to college or you have to have a backup plan or what if this doesn't work or what if this and that's all valid, but you also have to give people and children and young kids room to fail because other than them seeking out education on their own or failing from their own experiences, those are the only two ways they're going to learn. Just by telling people, unfortunately, it doesn't stick. I was told many times what to do with my money and I never listened until I got hit in the head with a ton of bricks and then learned the hard way. So I think we just gotta love love our youth, love our kids, love our nieces and nephews and kids and give them just a little slack and, and know that we support them as they're going through this wave of life. And I think no matter what age you are, uh, we all have doubts, we all have fears, but we have to overcome them and really focus on what we wanna do. So I just thought that was a really cool video that brought up a lot of good, um, a lot of good points. Uh, another video that I came across, have you seen the smart glasses yet from Facebook and Ray-Ban? Check out this video. Hey everyone. We've believed for a long time that glasses are gonna be an important part of building the next computing platform and unlocking a whole new set of experiences for people. With Ray-Ban Stories, you can capture photos and videos, listen to music or podcasts, or take phone calls, all while staying in the moment and without even taking out your phone. The front of the glasses have two 5 megapixel cameras built in. You can activate the camera with the push of a button on the side of the frame. A tap starts recording a video, or you can tap and hold it to take a photo. We also built in discreet open-ear speakers on the side of the frames to let you take calls or listen to music or podcasts. So I think we all might have thought this was coming one day. I know that we have been hearing with all the futuristic talk that it's going to be contact lenses one day. 
but now Facebook has um, the smart glasses that we're gonna be able to put on and with a click of a button, we're gonna be able to record video through our point of view. Now, on the positive side of this, um, I love that because I create content all the time and there's so many things that I wish I could capture, but you're using two hands or like if you're riding a bike, it's really difficult. No matter what you're doing, whether you're doing two hands, it'd be so nice to be able just to click that button or say, hey, Facebook, can you start recording and get that point of view to be able to share those moments. Um, I think some of the pushback is going to be the privacy and they did cover that, that there's going to be a light that shines because there's what's to stop people from just recording you without you knowing. But I think that will be forgiven in a little bit. Um, and then I think yet again, it's just we're moving deeper and deeper in to this technological world, which I have been completely open to the entire time because I think we always get a little afraid, we get a little pushback, but the idea of being able to capture videos and be able to upload those directly to an app, I believe, and then you can post it on all your social media is gonna be very, very cool. It also takes pictures, you can play music, you can do phone calls, and it's all from the glasses. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg goes on to say that our cell phones eventually are gonna become obsolete. And I don't know when that's gonna happen, but it appears like, it seems like everything's gonna be moved into either contact lenses or sunglasses or glasses of some sort that's gonna be projected out into augmented reality, meaning you're gonna see the reality. It's not like putting on you know, virtual reality where the reality that we live in goes away and you're totally immersed in a video game, but augmented reality where it's, it's virtual and real life put together. It was kind of like the Pokemon Go. Remember where you, you, you put up your app and you can see a, um, a Pokemon running in certain GPS locations. So I think that's what we're eventually going to start doing where you put these glasses on and you can actually scroll through your Instagram feed just from your glasses, take phone calls. So we're no longer going to have an actual cell phone at some point. And then how things keep getting smaller and smaller and better and better, I think eventually it will move into contacts lenses one day where everything is just hooked up and we're just immersed in augmented reality. So I'm really curious to get your take on this. Um, does this excite you? Does this scare you? Is it both? Would you try them out? Um, and I don't know when these are coming out. I want to say, oh, it says out this month in the TikTok. So maybe it's coming out sometime in September. I think they're $299, which, you know, seems pretty fair, I guess. I think glasses are already 100 or 200. So the technology itself is about 100 bucks. But I would definitely give them a try. I'm not a sunglasses kind of guy, so I think that's what's going to hurt me. I don't wear sunglasses, so I'm solely going to be putting my glasses on to maybe capture moments. But I think when I'm doing something that I think would be interesting, like if I'm going on a boat or a bike ride, maybe I would put them on knowing that I'll be able to record some fun content for the day when I know that I can't be hands-free. Because that was even like a day where I'm moving. There's many things I love sharing on my stories but I'm not going to drop everything just to grab my phone and do a story. But if I could say, hey, Facebook, take a video and wear glasses during something I want to document, could be pretty interesting. But he also goes on this video to talk about Facebook's going to move away from being just a social media platform into a, um, what did he call it? A metaverse, I think is what he said. So I think they're trying to build and will build, it's Facebook, uh, this augmented reality world where we're going to be able to connect in more ways than we could ever imagine. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm only, I'm assuming, you know, even being able to see and FaceTime people through glasses or contact lenses where they actually look like they're in the room where we're going to be able to connect with people because we're already kind of doing this with Zoom, with, with FaceTime. It's just all going to keep moving and moving to smaller and smaller in, um, uh, technology where we're going to be able to actually feel more connected, do interviews, hang out with our friends and family. And I don't think this is far away. I really think this is going to speed up so fast in the 20s. And I think by 2030, uh, we're not going to recognize the world we live in. Things are just moving so, so fast. Our attention spans are moving so fast and just everything that we're doing. So I got to say, as much as there will be a little blowback on this, I am 100% interested in buying these. I don't know if I'll do it right away because I'm not in 100% need of wanting to do that. But I feel if there's ever a project or something in the next few months where I go, this would be ideal, then I'll probably pick those up and give it a try and I'll let you all know. But yeah, let me know below. Um, what, what do you think of having a pair of sunglasses that can record for you through your point of view? I'm really curious to hear. And then what's another TikTok I saw today? Let's see this one here. Oh, so this is really interesting. Back in 2014, when I started learning um, marketing and sales and just really figuring out that whole world, um, that's when I read the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I would highly recommend that book. The, the two books I always recommend for people that really helped me like shift my perspective in life is How to Win Friends and Influence People and Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Um, one is about people, relationships, and one is about money. And I think that's kind of the world we live in. There's obviously way more important things when it comes to your health and friends and family, but how to win friends and influence people can really help you with relationships, which is important. And we live in a world where money is a huge part of our life. You know, we can't really deny that. So knowing about money is really, really important. And that'll give you a perspective shift, but how to win friends and influence people is another. And what we say and how we act with people. There are people who talk about the tone in your voice, um, body language. And nowadays, everything's moving through text. And I know that's how I am, um, even less than text, me through like Instagram, DMs, text messages, email. I'm rarely, rarely ever on my actual phone talking. Maybe my parents, my parents I do all the time. I text my mom a lot, my dad every now and then. I'll talk to maybe my parents once a week, twice a week on the phone. But other than that, everything I do is through text message or it's through Instagram DM. And there are certain people that I'll work with or that I'll talk to. And depending on the, on the generation, I notice, um, not all the time, but the lack of personality and the interpretation of your words and messages there was a realtor that we were talking to uh, the other day too, and we write this long message and it's got all this personality and emojis and it's like really showing our personality and their message back is, okay. <laughs> I'm like, it's so interesting. But I think the way we text and the way that we show personality, like I could never write a text or respond to a comment or do anything without explanation marks or emojis to help the person on the other end interpret it correctly. Because if you do say, okay, it's just like, what is the information? Some people just do it because they're like, hey, I just want to be quick and get the point across, which I get. But there's um, what I was telling you in 2014, I learned that there's a way to speak to people, but write to people, especially these days, that we would call posture. So not our posture like physical, but the posture when you're speaking to people. And this TikTok came up and 
this is a perfect example of how to have posture and confidence when speaking. And I figured this could be a really good help if, you, if you're interested in this too, when, when speaking to people through email and text, just to give yourself a little more posture and confidence. And there's a few here that I do, but there's a few that I don't that I wanna make a change. So let's go over a few of these. Um, instead of saying, sorry for the delay, you could say, thank you for your patience. That one Alyssa and I switched to a couple years ago. And it just keeps you on the on the on the confident end, like oh, I'm so sorry for the delay. Thank you for your patience. Says the same thing, but the posture is a little different. Um, what works best for you? Instead of saying that, say could you do, you know? So if someone says, uh, you know, you know, what time can you come see the house? And I can say, well, what works best for you? Now you're giving them all the power rather than saying, could you do Tuesday or Thursday at two o'clock? Or if someone's going to say, hey, what time uh, can you come on the podcast as a guest? We won't say, well, what works best for you? We'll say, can you do Tuesday at 1 or Tuesday at 5? And let people make a decision, and that really helps. Um, another one is no problem, no worries. I still say that a lot, which I think is fine, but this is kind of cool. They always say, always happy to help. So if someone says, hey, you're welcome, instead of saying, no problem, no worries, you can say, I'm always happy to help. So that one's kind of interesting. I still think I would say no problems, no worries, but I think adding always happy to help is another really good one. Um, um, hopefully that makes sense. This is a great one. Instead of saying hopefully that makes sense, you can say let me know if you have any questions. So we're going to meet up at 2 o'clock and we're going to start the presentation at, at 2.30. Does that make sense? Or hey, we're going to meet up at 2 o'clock, start the presentation at 2.30. Let me know if you have any questions. A little more confident there. I really like that one. And we got just three more. This is huge. Don't do this one. I'm telling you, anytime I get an email with this, I, I instantly know and I go, it, it, the, 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 the dynamic's off. Just wanted to check in or hey, just checking or just wanted to. Instead of that, when can I expect an update? Is so much better than, hey, I'm just checking in. Do you know when this will be? Or hey, I just wanted to, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or, Sorry to bother you. Just wanted to check in is more of a weak posture rather than, you know, when can I expect, hey, Sally, how are you? When can I expect an update on the blank, blank, blank? Um, it's just a little more confidence. Um, and then what's another one here? Oh, sorry, my bad, totally missed that. Rather than that, say, thank you for letting me know. So instead of saying, oh, sorry, my bad, I missed that. Oh, do you know, hey, thank you for letting me know. That one's pretty good. Um, could I possibly leave early? Rather than that, say, I will need to leave at, well, that all depends. When I was working on the show, I definitely would not tell my boss that I will need to leave at a certain time. I would say, hey, is it possible for me to take this weekend off for a wedding? So that one, I don't really know. Um, but there's a few in here that really hit home. And I think it can really make our texting and email communication a little better. Cause it's always nice to have a little posture uh, when you're talking back and forth. Um, and then lastly, this is very interesting. Now this is um, just something to know, yet again, goes back to our, our friend Alexis here who was talking about being a nurse, which in healthcare, nursing is always, in my opinion, I don't think robots will take that over for another 100 years. Nursing is a really solid job, healthcare is a solid job, but how interesting, what is changing? And Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank had this to say, so check this out. 
three years ago when I was asked this question, you know, what degree gives you the highest chance of success in a career? Number one would have been engineering, number two engineering, number three engineering. But I've changed my mind in the last two years, and I'll tell you why, Evan. Since the pandemic hit, the number one demand I have for my companies are people that can take the concept of the business and tell a story about it. Produce a video, do really rich photography, build out 59 second, 39 second, 29 second videos to plaster all over social media to sell product direct to customer. If you're a graduate from the arts or you're a writer or you're a photographer or an editor or videographer, all of a sudden I'm paying you $150,000. So that's very fascinating to hear because he's talking about artists and I feel that there are so many people that are artistic, but the stigma for artists, even with acting, it's the starving artist. The st I think he even mentions that, the starving artist. It, you know, if someone 30 years ago said, I wanted to do theater, I wanted to act, I wanted to sing, I want to dance, I want to do magic, I want to paint, I want to draw, I want to fill in the blank. It, um, it was very, very hard to make a living at being an artist if you didn't make it big time. And that's something that I have shared that I thought has shifted. And that's why one of the biggest questions I get is, you know, hey, Freddie, like, what are you doing now? And as much as I enjoy acting, I see the space of individual content creation, acting, writing, directing, videos, photography, um, is the same tool and being an actor, but in a different way where I'm able to build an audience and make content that I enjoy, act, do characters, do skits, but instead of getting approval from a big company to plaster me in front of 10 million people, if I have 10,000 people who are interested in what I'm doing and no one else, just 10,000 people who are just loving what I'm doing, I can make a career being an actor, being a writer, being an editor, being a videographer, doing skits, doing comedy, doing podcasts, and make a living doing that. Where 30 years ago, you needed NBC, you needed Paramount to say yes to you. And then you would be huge. But there was no in-between. You were either you either made it or you're a starving artist. And I think it is so great that social media now has enabled artists videographers, photographers, cinematographers, actors, all singing. You can make a career now for yourself. But what Mr. Wonderful was saying for a career path is you can help companies. If somebody, you know, invents, which by the way, this is a great product. Dawn power washing, it squeezes out like, like suds and it's great. But if somebody made this product but didn't have time or didn't understand TikTok or how to make videos, they would pay somebody, he even set up to $150,000 a year to make content where their whole job would be, how do I make videos with current trends all about this and plaster it on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, TikTok, Instagram, Real Stories, Grid, IGTV, all of it. And now these artists can sing and make songs and can make art and animation. And there's actually finally a middle ground for artists and I think it's wonderful. I think it is so wonderful that artists will have the opportunity to have a middle ground where they, you know, before it was like you are Justin Bieber famous or you are no one. Now you can make 30,000 a year, 40,000 a year doing what you love and not have to like have a survival job while you're auditioning. So it's really unique. So even people who want to be an actor now, you could probably make 
10, 30, 50, 100. I mean, you could make 20 million these days with content creation, but even if it's 10,000 or 20,000 a year with content while you're auditioning, you don't have to host or serve tables. You could just live with a bunch of roommates, make content, sing, act, put it on social media, make $20,000 a year, support yourself while you're trying to make it, but you actually are moving your career forward because you're building a loyal audience. You could throw a little event and have 16 fans come see you sing. That's so cool. Charge $10 a ticket. You know, it, there's so many different ways, but to hear Mr. Wonderful say that, that just rang so true to me because that's what I've been seeing for the past seven years. And that's why when I'm talking about producing films and everything, it's moving to online and we as the artists have the power now. And I think that is fascinating. So I'm really curious to hear your thoughts on that as well. And just uh, your thoughts in general. I, I, I wanted to just always try a, a podcast um, in, you know, solo and I just figured why not go off of some TikToks that get me thinking. So if there's any TikToks or any articles or anything that you find interesting that you would like me to touch on or give my two cents on or have any questions, drop it in the comment section and I might do some more bonus episodes where I just, you know, chit chat and we just kind of explore different ideas together. So I want to thank you so much for stopping by uh, the Freddie and Alyssa show. And again, Alyssa will be back on Wednesday, our usual day, and we will be breaking down beyond Salem. So I'm very, very excited about that. Again, if you haven't subscribed, please do so. And I just want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for all your support. So enjoy your week and we'll see you on the next podcast.